Hello, everyone. I'm Tommen. You may have heard of me from such tales as uh, Brave Sir Pounce, the bravest cat ever to live, or, uh, you know, if you're a cat and you're listening to this, you might have heard from many of the tales told to cats, the boy who would be the greatest friend, the best friend, the greatest friend in the history of all cats, human friendship, Tommen, the best friend a cat's ever known. I'm going to tell you a tale tonight, believe it or not. A little different, because normally I'm Tommen, and I tell the tales of Sir Pounce, you know, the best friend a boy has ever known. But I, I have a tale here, recently occurring, and I'm, you know, I'm not here to brag, because there's so much, you know, not to brag about, about Tommen. They call this is shame, 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 Tommen. Shame should be your name. So, anyways, so shame, they say. But uh, this tale is the time Tommen saved Sir Pounce. And this was uh, recently, within recent times. And Sir Pounce was in the castle between adventures. And he said to himself, uh, I think I'll have some milk. Uh, it's late at night. And I could use some milk, and I could use some warm milk. And uh, he went down, and he had a, a, a young woman who worked in the kitchen, a scullery, a scullery person. And Sir Pounce would always go up to her and rub his cheek on her back of her leg, or and then jump up and and rub it and then say, brow, brow, brow. And uh, I don't know her name, but. Uh, because it's just, it's just I've heard this where the cats were talking. And she would, oh, Sir Pounce, brave Sir Pounce, there he is, the cat that needs some milky poo. And she would pour Sir Pounce a saucer of milk. And this was a normal occurrence. And then uh, one time, uh, 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 evil, evil, uh, high lord, almost a king named G G G G Jif, came into the kit. This is a made-up story, of course. Um, yeah, this better be made up. I forgot about the, the punishment. Uh, they say, uh, you slander the king. I forgot what he said would happen to me. I slander the king, lose a lung. I don't know. Uh, but so Jif was his name, King Jif. He was a king, you know, horrible, twisted lad, long, long story. But he came in the kitchen. He said, hey, you wench. What are you doing wasting that milk on that cat? And uh, she said, well, it's a brave Sir Pounce. Brave Sir Pounce, he said. There's nothing brave about this cat. She said, well, he's the bravest cat that's ever lived, haven't you? You've never met Sir Pounce. He's also very sweet and kind, and he, he rubs. he waste milk. You'll take, yeah, take that milk. You'll pay for it. And I was, uh, she said, well, I... I don't even, uh, I, I just drink, you know, gray water because I, that's all, you know, you allow us to drink. I haven't had milk since I was a baby. Uh, you'll never have milk again. I will make sure you'll... Uh, and then he said, uh, Sir Pounce was frozen and, and staring at this boy, this boy King Jif. And then Sir Pounce, in rebellion, looked down and licked more milk out of his bowl and looked at the king while he was doing it slowly, lapping it up. And the king said, well, we're going to see how brave this uh, Pounce really is. 
and he said, uh, um, Bernard, St. Bernard, get in here. And his god, his god was this large man called Bernard. St. Bernard, they called him after some giant dog. And he scooped, he said, get that cat. We'll see how brave this cat is. And he scooped him up. And he said, bring him to my chamber. And he said, well, he's just he's your brother's cat, sir. Hey, you question the king. I'll have you and her drowned in milk before you could say, what guy make me? Bring him to my chamber. And they brought, now, meanwhile, Timon, Timon, the, the cat's owner, was, uh, you know, soundly crying himself to sleep. And But this brave woman, whose name I don't even know, I have no idea what happened to her, she came up to his bedroom and she said, Timon, Timon. And I said, oh, who are you? He said, I'm the one who feeds your cat milk because, you know, you know, you have to feed a cat milk and other foods. Well, it's a pounce that I never ask for. And she said, well, your cat's in a bit of trouble. Jeff has taken your cat, Sir Pounce, and uh, he's captured him, and he's going to see how brave. And I said, well, I should hide in my, under my bed then, and everything will be fine. Sir Pounce, but she said, he won't be fine. And meanwhile, no, meanwhile, Timon was trying to figure out, but while that was happening, the Bernard carried Sir Pounce up to the Joff's chamber, and Sir Pounce... At first he struggled, but he knew this Bernard was strong. And he sensed some tension in this Bernard, like this isn't such a good idea, carrying a cat. Force Pounce was known to have vengeance against any anyone who messed with him or Timon. But also because this, there was part of this Bernard that knew that messing with cats was just not uh, acceptable behavior. But he was beholden to this Jif. So he went up to and Jif came up to his chamber and he said, Bernard! Bring me a, fetch me all my chamber pots and fill this one with all my, my chambers. And Bernard said, uh, well, I'm a, I'm a god, I'm a warrior, not a, a, a chambermaid. And he said, well, you look like a chambermaid, would you want to be my chambermaid? And so, so, so Bernard sighed, and then he filled up all the chamber pots into one chamber pot. And Sir Pounce was like, oh boy, this is trouble now, what do I do? And Sir Pounce was like, he knew if he fought, he would be hurt. And as much as he wanted to lash out, now this Jif was too much of a coward to take Sir Pounce himself. But Bernard held the cat above uh, the thing, the chamber pot, Sir Pounce. Now Sir Pounce, uh, he was not uh, afraid. He w- Well, he was. He was like, I don't know. This is not going to be good. And But he did not fight and then... The the uh, the king did not like that because he said, "Well, what? This cat's not. You're not going to fight. I thought you were a brave cat. Brave cats fight." And Spounce just stared at the boy king, and then he began to bathe himself, both instinctually in anticipation of being dunked in in bathroom things, and also as a, another act of rebellion, staring at Jif. Now, meanwhile, Tom and the wrong woman was like, you have to save your cat. He'll be hurt by the jiff. And Tom said, well, I, Timon, Timon said, well, I guess I, well, he is my best friend. And he's my only friend. Are you my friend? She said, no, I'm your servant. And I'll probably be beheaded in the morning. So run along and save your cat. And so I ran up outside of Jiff's chamber. 
And Sir, Sir Mar Merman was there, and he said, What do you want? And I said, Is my cat in there, brave Sir Pounce? And he said, It's your cat, you fool. I don't know who's dumber, you or that cat. And then uh, I said, Well, can I get in there? And he said, No. The king's busy, busy, busy business. Meanwhile, this king did not, wasn't getting the kicks because Sir Pounce was, he said, What is this? I'll give you something to bathe yourself. And, uh, he said, Hound, I want you to uh, dunk him in that. And the Hound said, well, I'll drop him in there, but I'm not going to dunk my hand in there. And he said, well, drop him. And he tried to drop him, and Sir Pounce whipped out his full paws and landed on the edges of this nasty bowl pot, but it did not fall in. And he said, Bernard, grab him up again and, and get him ready and dunk him in. And he said, well, these are the gold gauntlets that the queen gave me. I don't know if I should be getting them dirty. And he said, well, then take off your gauntlet already. Now, meanwhile, outside, as, as uh, Bernard was buying time or, or not, or he just didn't want to get his hands dirty, I was trying, and Sir Marin, Marmon was like, oh, no, 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 you will not go in there. And then I said, I remembered, well, if I hold my breath, uh, that makes Mother freak out. And... Uh, but then, you know, usually she just has one of the... Actually, Sir Marmon usually slaps me till I was. So I said, oh, oh. He said, don't hold your breath. I said, no, no. It's uh, my, my appendices. I remember reading about this appendices thing inside you that could... And I was always frightened I and wine would burst the appendices. So I said, my appendices is burst. Uh, and I started wailing and wailing and wailing. So much so that I actually did burst my appendices, and I had to spend many, many, you know, it's a whole nother story. And I, he said, oh, you're on fire. I, he said, stop faking. And I said, oh, screaming. And like he said, you're screaming like a girl. And meanwhile, the inside, Pounce knew, and, and they could hear me screaming. He said, what's that screaming? And he said, I want that cat dunked. And they opened the door, and they saw me there, and he said, Dunk the cat, get up, Tom, oh, Tim, and, and it was everyone was yelling, and I was screaming, and and then uh, Bernard said, "Well, let me just check your brother there. He's on the ground. Before I'll dunk the cat. Don't worry, your king, your grace." And he felt my head, and since my appendices actually burst, it filled me with fire, blood fire, they say, and I was very hot and sweaty and red, but I was breathing, so they didn't slap me. And uh, then they said, "Call the maester, call his mother, Reza. This is a bad thing." And uh, then they took me away, and uh, his, his, uh, Joff, he came over, and Jif, Jif, I mean, Jif, King Jif, from another land. He came over, and, and he was distracted by my, by writhing in pain on the floor, and I started crying. He said, look at him, he's crying. And he's called, he said, go get Lancel and the boys. And they gathered around while the maester tried to, tried to sedate me. They were all laughing, and then he, he he said, "Here, drink this, drink this." And he tried to hand me a, you know, cup that he took from the, but uh, the mason said, "No, no water, no water. I have to operate or some, some said, no water." And he said, "No, no, this is mad magical water, as I commanded as the king." And then the maester said, "I'll probably kill your brother." He said, "Well, it's this. No, it's magical." And mother then mother came and she said, "He said no water." And then it was silent like that, and and mother and the oh the, the mother, you know, a woman, 
a mother woman, and they stared at each other, jiffing. And then Sir Pounce jumped out the window and ran off to live another day clean and wonderful. But Sir Pounce later told me, time in time to, when he told me this tale, this the cat's tale about Tom and Tom, brave Tom and yes, yes, brave Tom and. Uh, they said, uh, he said, uh, they, he would have drowned me in there. I'm sure of it. Your brother's a bad man. And, uh, you know, it was very brave of you to scream like a girl till your appendices blew. So thank you, Tom and Timon. So that is the tale of of uh, the, the time Sir Pounce. It's hard with the confusing of the names. So don't tell Joff about this story because then he'll get it, he'll get mad and say, I'll burst your appendices, blah, blah. So, and that is another tale of Brave Sir Pounce, the best friend a boy could ever have, and the boy who's best friends with a cat named Sir Pounce. Thank you. Chester, Barky, Miller, Smith, Crone, sweet, sweet Crone. It's me, Prairinen, uh, with an update on Project uh, Cat Aristotle. Aristotle, Aristotle Stevens, the cat gods. Aristotle Stevens, a.k.a. the cat, I think is what I was calling myself. And I just want to update you on my, my progress in capturing Aristotle and Cat Stevens, or like setting a trap for them. Because in my total hum, humil, humbletude, total uh, walking this earth, only to do your multiple wills that sometimes are confusing. I have trouble, you know, because I have my own wills inside me. And anyway, guys, I was like, okay, what the plan was, as far as I could tell after our talk last week, was to uh, start touring around doing some Cat Stevens and Aristotle in the, uh, you know, dining rooms and uh, common rooms of Westeros, right? And become so popular, stealing both Aristotle's knowledge and Cat Stevens' sweet tones to make the mad and they come get me. And then I'd try. So that's a plan still, guys. Don't worry. I'm not changing the plan. Just uh, so I went to a couple open. Uh, they don't call them. And, uh, back in my world, I guess you guys don't have to know my world. They call them open mic nights. Uh, the, 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 the nights I go, they call rot, rotten fruit and vegetable night and it's a thing they do where you could go and perform if you think you if you think you want to be covered in um rotten rotten stuff and humiliated booed jeered and yelled at in a vis what was what do you call it Carth, what is it called when it's carthetic i don't know god's it's when you yell you know you you get it all out on somebody else well i'm like I'm somebody else. Uh, Carthus, catharsis, I think they call it. Um, so I did, I did that a few times at different villages. And I'm uh, really popular on that night. They, you know, they some people must remember me or heard about me because they still call me goat, goat, goat lad or goat boy or the goat. And, um, and, and so I try a mistake, a learning, learning moment. I did not, just like when I tried, when I came up with that idea from your inspirations, 
I didn't practice before. I just showed up. I said, you know, wing this. You know, I got this. The gods are with me. Crone's going to plant some knowledge of Aristotle in my brain. And I don't have a guitar yet from Barky and uh, Smith. It's probably on its way. So, so, but, you know, I got to do the God's will because I'm just a servant of the God's wills. You know, Miller's going to mill up my voice. And Jester will, uh, well, Jester, obviously, this was y'all your, um, this was, I felt like a Jester. In some sense, I was whatever's lower than a Jester. Like for common folk that can't afford their own Jester, they come to these nights. So I tried doing some Aristotle and some Cat Stevens and... Um, turns out they actually have stand-up comedians that are good. Uh, they don't call, they call them, you know, storytellers or funny people. Not me though. No, 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 no. So I tried to. So I had to get into some rehearsals, guys, because I tried. I said, you know, uh, hey everybody, how you doing? So I was like, are you, anybody here from uh, the Narrow Sea? Oh yeah. Why? Why are you so dry? And then, okay, well, I'm here to, uh, my name is Aristotle Stevens. Some people call me the cat. And some people call me after my cat. Some people call me Aristotle Stevens. And I'm here to lay some sweet tunes of of knowledge, of logic, of uh, science, which you guys don't have here yet. But I'm, um, you know, metaphysics. I'm going to swirl it all around you. In song, now normally I would have an instrument like that guy that just went, uh, who was very talented, by the way. I've never seen anybody play the uh, play the mandolin with their feet before, but that was great. And uh, it was a great job, guy. But uh, so I was going to, you know, here's the song just goes out to the maiden. I wrote this one, one cold night when I was all alone. Uh, I'm going to hit it. Da 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 do do, ma da ma da ma da ma ma nu, and that's when the booing would normally start, gods. But I'd just keep it moving. Maiden, I'm singing. If you wanna be a goddess, I don't care. But you probably got long golden hair, and you probably got something nice to wear. Ooh, maiden, maiden, you're a bad girl. I'd like to give you a kiss in the mouth and give your tongue a swirl. And then I would get abuse from both sides, guys. There'd be people just yelling, maiden worshippers, be blas- you know, yelling blasphemers. Then you get the f- people that were actually, where's the philosophy? Where's the logic? Well, uh, um, uh, uh, and I even think of that because I just was like, bad planning, I guess, God's is what I'm saying. And I said, oh, maiden, maiden, you could be a good girl. But no, 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 no. But I know you rock my world. Boom. And they boo, boo me. And then I'd say, okay, wait, I got another one. Uh, this one goes out to uh, all the thinkers out there in the audience. You're gonna have to think to get this cause real hard because I'm, I'm laying it on you straight from the uh, selective unconscious that hasn't even been invented yet, um, and I don't even know. Um, the first thought is the deepest. You know, I tried to think up what life was about. But I'm off key already, no doubt.
The first thought is the deepest. When it comes to being thinking I'm broke. When it comes philosophy, Aristotle Stevens is no joke. The first, and that that one just, that end of that, so I was like, oh boy, okay. Uh, Saturday night, and I ain't got no maiden. I need a maiden. And they said, you already, they must have been listening. It was like they knew. Uh, I was like, okay, um, oh, shoot. Cat Stevens songs, Father and Son, I, I don't even know that one. Wild World, uh, oh my god, okay, wait a second, okay, where's that? That was a sec. Oh, the cat's in the cradle in the thinking soon. Little boy blue is a man on the moon. What does that mean? You don't know yet, but it revolves around the earth. Revolves around the earth. Then I realized they were in Westeros. So now I'm like, oh man, people were even silent there because they were like, what is he talking? Is he talking about the red comet? And then I said, the red comet soon will be red, circling our planet, and where we all be dead. We're all worried about will the dragons come soon? Will they be born out of a dragon's womb, or will they be born out of an egg because they're a lizard soon? And then I was like, wait a second, I kind of got them. And then I said, uh, I said, I wish I memorized, I wish I rehearsed. And I said, boom, bit, boom, bit, boom, boom, bit. I got a tale of another dragon yet. His name was Larry the Dragon's son. And he got put down by a buns. I said, and then it went all downhill again, guys. So basically, in summary, uh, I, my, my instincts last week that I didn't follow through. What happened was I, I had gotten some Aristotle stuff, kind of, and I was like, had some Cat Stevens stuff, uh, you know, no no internet connection. I thought I had it on my phone, but I, you, never mind about the phone stuff. Uh, if, if Barky, man, you're killing me with your unreturning of stuff I give to you. Um but so I'm working on it is what I'm saying, God. So I'm going to rehearse uh, um, or at least like look up the Wikipedia articles and listen to some Cat Stevens songs about Aristotle. I'm going to drop some Nicomikamikans and stuff like that. Or, you know, I get those three, the big three philosophizings mixed up. And we need to be so Western. Is that Are they from the West? I don't know, God's. So that's it. Uh, no news is, is is good news. The good news is, as covered in, you wouldn't believe how rotten potatoes could get, gods. I did not have any idea that a potato would become a mashed rotten potato and that it would explode on impact, covering you with a goo that is both um, glue-like and smells awful. Um Tomatoes, you know, God's they gesture. You probably, I mean, you probably there. The, t- the potatoes were particularly bad. When somebody hit me in the mouth with some sort of Westerosi fruit that I never even heard of, tasted like a beetle guts. I'd imagine they tasted like it could. That's what it could, could have just been a big beetle. Uh, but it's also smelled like it had gone bad a while ago. And I was like, "What do you guys compost?" Uh, 
and they didn't get that. I mean, whew, man, I'm trying to think of any other. A lot of cabbage, a lot of cabbage, which hurts, and then it breaks open, and it's rotten on the inside. It was like a surprise on the inside, rotten cabbage, full of full of strange uh, worm-like creatures who crawl on you, and that you'll be sleeping with for weeks because uh, you know your hair, hair. But but I'm building a name for myself. So that's all I think. God's I'm building a rep. Uh, I've done this three times. People actually cheered the third time, and it seemed like they had a triple stock of rotten stuff. So, but is that maybe uh, if I rehearse, is the unforeseen um, road we're taking? God's in my prayeritude. Am I walking the talk that I don't, you know, that I'm making up as I go along for service, you know, um, just is all for George R. R. Martin's benefit. Well, more for my benefit so I don't get busted messing up his universe, you know, de-fictionalizing his fiction or, um, you know, mixing it up with stuff that doesn't belong there. Aristotle and Cat Stevens and myself are really the only ones left. I think did I let anybody else? Oh, the well, mountain, but he's not in. I don't know where he is. He's on his way to New York City, possibly, uh, to take out a, a float, a Macy's parade float. But uh, Ray said, uh, "Don't worry about it." I thought he Ray would go after him, but he said, "Don't worry about the Gregor. He'll be fine. He's got to live his life." I don't know something. I don't do imitations. All right, thanks, guys. That's it. Uh, no, no, you know, I'll be, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on this thing. So good night, gods. Good night, sweet. Nathan, if you heard that song, you'd probably sleep on that, you know. Uh, you want a couple more bars of it, Maiden? Ooh, Maiden, Maiden, I'll make you a good girl. Oh, when I sing you songs and show you my world, do, 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 Ooh, maiden, maiden, don't ignore me. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Cause I got listeners that I'm just here to bore thee. No, 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 no. Sleep, 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 please. And don't wake up if you hear me sneeze. So that's it, guys. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Good night.